0: Can I can I please No. I just No I just No One No
1: the desktop
2: version. No. No. No It was pretty loud. See, I would love to know where the short in my headphones are because I have full stereo and I haven't had that for like two
1: months. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, my cord is also pretty shorty. If I knock it with my foot, I'll like just stop hearing shit. It's because
0: our headphone extension cables are like a full fucking dollar each for the (laughs) 20 feet
1: they are. And are like five years old now. Yep. Have survived how many trips to... Edmonton and back. Not to mention plug and unplug cycles. Welcome to Unfurled. It is a beautiful Thursday night in fucking Canada where it has decided to already snow. Yep. Fucking disgusted with life. (laughs) Um, yeah. See, I kind
2: of like winter.
1: I do like winter. It's nice,
2: brisk, everything smells clean. It
0: means I don't have a $235 electrical bill for it, my
1: air conditioning i don't mind winter either well, it can just show up after november you,
2: you know <laughs> your your electricity would be lower if you didn't use ac eh?
1: yeah
0: uh but summer exists wait 235
2: so... is that your entire utilities bill or just your electric? that was just electric for one month yeah.
0: oh my god ac burns it up I'm, pretty well, good see i'm pretty sure what happened Was, and not a lot of people know this, so for those of you who don't know, a little lesson in how uh, electrical usage monitoring is done. Some houses have the smart systems that connect wirelessly to your electrical company, in which case you won't have this. But for the rest of us assholes, uh, what happens is every once in a while a guy comes out and he looks at your little meter thing, right? Mm -hmm. And he writes down how much you used and then they send you a bill. But that doesn't happen every month. Nope. They come out once every two to three months ish and take a look. And the thing is, when we moved in, we and then like for the other months, they just sort of guesstimate based on your previous usage and also trends at the time. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's like if your previous usage was one kilowatt hour or I'm just pulling numbers out of my ass, by the way, normally people use like 80 or 100 or something in there. Anyway, you use like a one kilowatt hour, and then they know know that power for most people in this in this particular month goes up by yeah. 10%. They'll, they'll charge you for 1.1. Like,
2: my my meters got upgraded a couple months ago. Okay. <clears> yeah. And uh, 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 already, my utilities uh, bill is as much as your, almost your one electricity bill for the well,
0: month. Well, so what happened here was that before we moved in, this house was completely vacant for over three months. Mm-hmm. So, so when they
1: checked it, usage would have been nothing down in the shitter,
0: basically nothing. So then we move in and we start using power, and they don't check. And then we get got a our first month's utility bill was forty dollars, mm-hmm. and that was for all utilities, by <laughs> the way,
1: because yep. again they're they're um, basing it on that the house is basically our, not using stuff.
0: Our next month's utility bill for all utilities was a uh, hundred and twenty something like that. That's. Better. Yeah, and then the last you're still
2: in a house. And then the next
0: the next month's utility bill was over four hundred dollars. That's the one they checked. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's the one where they came and checked Mm. and went, "Whoa, what the fuck?
1: No, 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 no. We charge you to this dot number on your dial, and you're over here somewhere. So we're just going to charge you for all of that. Yeah, exactly. So basically, that's what happened to me. Um, Yep. I thought the the radio meters were supposed to be uh, mandated at this point. I'm, I don't. I'm just wondering if maybe they haven't like reached the actual. Um, every house in the city has to have it date. I
2: know. Well, I like, know that all new houses have to have them. Yeah. I I just know that when they came to upgrade mine, it took them like three months. Really? It was, yeah, it was supposed to take them three weeks. They're not doing it quickly. No. <clears throat> but yeah i i had like there were people digging up the back alley for months jesus
0: welcome to utilities podcast hey. where we talk about electrical utilities people
2: tune in to listen to us welcome just to just talk yeah welcome to, to unfurl talking about responsible home ownership
0: so yeah anyway uh on to a different more interesting topic that isn't talking about electrical metering um but also deals with electronics. We're going to talk about Bell. Bell? We're going to talk about Bell for a little bit. Okay. What's S- up with Bell? Of their fucking dick bags is what they are. Yeah. Bell is an asshole. I mean, mo- most people. Assholes, Bell. But... Yeah. Mo- most <laughs> people already know this, but at this point, it's fuck Bell in particular. Because Bell... Uh, for those of you in America who don't know, uh, Bell is one of the big three service providers in Canada.
2: There is Bell, Ford, Ford, Bell, Rogers, and
0: Southwest. TELUS. Yeah.
2: Those are the the big... Shaw counts now, too. Well, Not...
0: they're, they're, yeah, Shaw isn't there. an incumbent, though. Oh, okay. that, that's the thing. So the big three
1: are Bell, Shaw, and Rogers. Or, oh, Bell, yeah. Oh, yeah, or no Bell, Bell, TELUS, and for, Rogers. For mobility services in particular. Yeah, Bell, yeah, Bellus
2: Belli- and Rogers. Yeah. Um.
0: And then in some provinces like Saskatchewan, you've got SaskTel, or in Manitoba, you have MTS, or at least you did until Bell bought MTS and promised everyone, hey, rates aren't going to go up. You bullshit. We're just acquiring this crown corporation. And then uh, rates, uh, and they promised rates wouldn't go up until 2018, specifically mobility rates. All the other rates, those went up immediately. By something like 70%. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Uh, And then... Guess what's going to happen in 2018? I mean, take one fucking guess. Yeah, seventy percent. Fucking three hundred percent.
1: Rates are going to match Bell's current platform. Exactly. Right. It's funny because, like, if you look at
0: Telus and, uh, uh, yeah, I think it's Telus or maybe it is Bell in uh, the the, whoever owns like Fido and Kudo and them.
1: Well, Fido's owned by Rogers. Okay, Kudo is owned, I believe, by Telus.
0: Okay, then it was Kudo. If you look at Kudos Mobile Plans, Saskatchewan, where there is a Crown Corporation that yep. runs shit, $44 a month, mm-hmm. asterisk, available only to residents of Saskatchewan and Manitoba. Yep. And then for everywhere else, it's like $90 a month. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Bell, right now, not only purchased MTS, getting rid of yet another Crown Corporation, which I'm not a big fan of. I'm a big fan of our Crown Corporations. Yeah i really really like them things like sgi saskatchewan government insurance fucking black
1: magic of insurance policies
0: oh my god full fucking coverage eight hundred dollars a year i move here sixty five hundred dollars a year it's fucking insane
1: yeah and you got fucked for it too
0: yeah so it's insanity um and uh, You know, they're, they keep trying to like get like, you know, here in Alberta, the conservatives keep trying to get rid of crown corporations and shit. yeah. And they're trying to do it in Saskatchewan, which I really hope they don't because they're like, oh, like small government. And I'm like, crown corporations doesn't mean like fucking socialized insurance. It means no. that there's a government insurance company that competes with all the other private insurance companies. Mm. That's it. Right. I'm like, actually, I'm all for this whole, you know, free market thing. Right. Private businesses can do it better and more efficiently. Yeah, probably true. They don't have to deal with all the regulation and fucking bureaucratic bullshit. The thing is, crown corporations just force them to prove it.
1: Yeah. (laughs) That's it. That's all (laughs) that that, that happens. They're a low denominator to actually bring things down to actual efficiency. Yeah. Instead of capitalistic gain
0: yes which, so yeah uh oh yeah and uh jacob was asking in the chat 6500 how many cars did i write off that was with a clean driving record
2: i i was gonna add i've never had to pay 6500 dollars for a car that what, was, what were you driving at the time
0: that was my gmc envoy with 120,000 kilometers on it at the time. A clean driving record. And... Uh, no, you were well, under it wasn't... 25. I was under 25.
1: But still, that shouldn't double your insurance Not bill. Not 6,500. Yep. It I was 6,500. F- actually, I
0: remember four grand. That that was TD. TD <sighs> Insurance was charging me $6,500 a Jesus. month a, a You year. got ripped off. Yeah. And I was, I was sitting there, like, at one point... Uh, the, like the, after a while I went and I got, went to another broker after a year and they gave me better insurance. Um, because like, I was like, okay, this needs to go down. And they're like, no. And I'm like, okay, $6,500 is almost more than this vehicle is worth. Are you expecting me to write this vehicle off every goddamn year? Like, Apparently. what the fuck?
2: Yeah. that That's just the way it goes. Yeah. So
0: anyway, um. Not only has Bell gotten rid of another crown corporation and fucked everybody in Manitoba, but now they're trying to push the Canadian government to fully criminalize any form of piracy whatsoever. Oh, yes. I remember this. Like, we're talking like prison time for downloading Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Kind of criminalized.
2: Not just they like. They want to be the states.
0: Yeah. Not just like, you know, you get fined and you have to pay us. It's you go to jail for theft
1: now. Yeah, which is total bullshit.
0: It is. For one. Piracy isn't theft. See, the thing about theft is that the one of the stipulations for it, something to it be- It implies
2: taking away from somebody else. Yeah.
0: One of the things about theft is that you deprive the owner of that product of that product. Yeah. Theft means you're depriving somebody of the thing you're stealing. I'm not pr- depriving anybody of Game of Thrones by not paying HBO for it. I'm depriving HBO of money, but fuck HBO- and now I'm going to actually go yeah. out of my way to not pay for shit. Bell Media is involved in, so
2: I I don't know how many court cases are won on uh, fuck <laughs> <laughs> fuck particular I, industry, but like as much as I agree with you, I f- hate like any of th- these kinds of restrictions they try to impose on pi- pi- uh, piracy because they're not at all equivalent. Well, the thing is,
0: they're also <clears throat> not effective.
1: Yeah, right, at all. They're- The criminalization of uh, piracy in the States has not reduced piracy rates. And the concept that
2: anybody wants to police, like the internet, like they do with everything else right now is just absurd. Yeah.
0: Not only that, but they want to, uh, they're pushing to ban, uh, they were actually pushing the Canadian government to ban uh, uh, like piracy websites. Mm Mm-hmm. Which Which but, is
1: counter net neutrality for yeah, one.
0: It, it, so I'm all like that's the thing is I'm already against it. Uh just on the grounds of you want to censor literally anything on the internet? No, fuck off. Yep. Like the and, internet is the one free let, bastion we have let's left. Let's
1: just put this out there really quick. Piracy is not not a good thing, right? Doing it is is not good. M- morally questionable. However it is. What's the way to put this? It is so rampantly open, and sometimes the things people do to try and make money off you without, yep, offering you an easy means. Here, here's the well, thing:
0: I used to pirate music a lot. I don't,
1: I don't pirate music at all anymore. Yeah, no. Yeah. Now you know I, have yeah. I have Spotify.
0: I have Spotify. Literally, the only music I pirate anymore, by the way, because I do pirate some, is Tool. Uh-huh. And because, and only because they refuse to put their music on Spotify, so I have no other way to get it. Because fuck if I'm going to go to fucking Would you like, say
2: they're being tools about it?
0: Yeah, they are. Because fuck if I'm going to go to like a different fucking app, like
1: Google or Apple Music, to listen to one fucking band. And see, that that issue, right? I subscribe to X, why would I then go to Y, Z, A, B, C? We're seeing that right now in streaming services, Netflix. Right? Well, Netflix is sort of one of the big ones. I think it's the only big one out there, uh, really. I'm actually um, subscribed to Amazon Hulu's Prime Video. Good. It's not great, but it's something. But here's yeah. the problem How many name of these services can you name? I bet you could get through 10 pretty quickly. Yeah. Right? And more are coming. Disney's starting one. CBS just started one, um, which I'm refusing to pay for. Uh, and that's the problem, right? I want to watch this stuff, right? And Netflix is doing a great job pumping money into uh, that creative Mm. sector. Yeah,
2: This is the same kind of problem we see with things like Patreon as well.
1: Yep. Yeah, right. like,
2: you can't possibly contribute to all of these services at the same time. It's impossible.
1: And that's right. So we're seeing it shatter into a million pieces, right? There's going to be hundreds of these sites out there for a bit. And then they're going to start failing. Yep. And then it will recondense. And that's the recondensing part that concerns me. Because it could all recondense into... Let's say three big, big people, right? I could see three big services competing fairly well. Yeah. Covering all content made by all producers in North America. Um, My problem is when they start doing
0: exclusive contracts.
1: Well, the thing is for them, that's just like having a show on your network. Yeah. Right. It's the exact same kind of thing. To me, I think
0: that companies like Netflix and Amazon Prime, instead of operating like global and having, like, their show on global, you know, exclusively or whatever the fuck, they should operate like Shaw, who carries just
1: all the channels. Except they won't, because it won't and, make them more money.
2: Yeah. And being a television subscriber doesn't necessarily entitle you to all of your... Yeah. well.
0: The yeah, thing is, and you, say, you say that they won't because it, it really is old school thinking. It's the same reason they have console exclusives. It's the reason Sony right. pays people to put out Destiny Two on console first, kind of like, thing. I don't, I don't
2: think we're ever going to see a unified version of any of these things. Yeah,
0: but the 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 thing the thing is though, and this is going to make me sound like an entitled millennial, but. If your show, like I'm telling you now, content providers, if your shit isn't on the service I'm currently subscribed to, I'm pirating it. Period. Just straight up. If it's not on Netflix, I'm pirating it. I don't pirate anime because all the anime I watch is on Crunchyroll. If it's not on Crunchyroll, I pirate it. If your movie's not on Netflix, I pirate it. Because I'm not paying another $14 a month to just watch your single shitty
1: TV show. That's right. and, not happening. And so you're taking what I think is going to be the common point of view, and you're just going one step further. Yeah. Right? Most people are just not going to watch it. Yeah. Right? People who can't get access to new CBS show because it's only on CBS access. Not watching. They just won't watch it. I, yeah. I
2: haven't pirated anything I haven't been able to watch online and have been, Yeah. you know, well, I haven't suffered for it. And that that's the thing is... I have over
0: 900 movies illegally downloaded uh, right now, which, I mean, come get me ceases but <laughs> um, every, uh, well, I think by now, some of them are probably on Netflix, but when they were downloaded, they were downloaded because they weren't on Netflix.
1: Yep, right? I agree with you. I think um, the big way to end up going is content's going to need to be across multiple providers. Right, And yeah. you're going to end up with, you know, oh, well, I'm a Netflix guy. I get all the Netflix stuff plus all the stuff that, you know, is on all the services. Yeah. Right. And I think that will end up being where we go and end up. And the amount of truly exclusive stuff is going to get smaller and smaller. Right, Because the thing is, if Netflix sells, you know, a series of unfortunate events to Crave, well, now they get money for putting their content on Crave. Yeah. And they don't lose anything. I mean, right. they lose the incentive for people to subscribe to Netflix. But, it's, it's, Netflix but there's has still a... so many exclusives on their thing right now. It doesn't yeah. matter.
0: Yeah. And that's sort of the, the thing, right? Like, I don't pirate video games. And actually, video game piracy has gone down drastically yeah. in the last decade. One of the biggest factors to that was Steam. True Steam made it
1: digital distribution. Yeah,
0: Steam made it much easier to get your video games and just buy it online, and you have it now. Instead of going to a store and buying the fucking disc and bringing it home, right? You just click a fucking button and you have it. It's easy and it's fucking
2: instantaneous.
0: Why would I pirate it when I can just hit a button and there it is? Right? See, it's the same I thing. Would, with I Netflix. would be one
2: hundred percent behind a music repository. Yeah. Or a movie repository, like, something to give me this shit. Yeah, well, and that's... That isn't fucking, like, YouTube Red, because we can't use it. Yeah. Or any other of that other garbage.
1: It's going to be the same thing that we're seeing with Netflix and stuff right now. Eventually, these big studios are going to get people of our age into that executive level. Yeah. And our age is going to start doing the thinking. Yeah. And they're going to go, no, you know, HBO access is stupid, and, you know, while people... Who the fuck wants to pay their, like,
2: $30 a month for access to HBO I think it's for
1: $10. For every two people who...
2: Last time I remember subscribing to HBO was, like, $18 a month.
1: On cable, maybe. But anyway, you were saying? Uh, What I was saying is, uh, for every, like, one person who watches it, you've got two or three people pirating the same show, right? For every hour they watch, you've got two or three hours pirated. And that'll go down when you have, you know, the Google Music of movies. And then and it will get there right our age is just not in that controlling bracket yet
0: yep and like one of the other like like i was saying with the whole like if your shit's not on netflix i'm not i'm not watching it and one of the big reasons i'm not watching it is because fuck if i'm going to fucking walmart and buying a blu-ray one my Blu-ray player is a PlayStation Three, and it's in a box over there somewhere, and hasn't been turned on in probably two years. Yeah, I haven't stuck a Blu-ray disc in in
2: years. Yeah, yeah. what? Like, I don't remember the last time I remember to use uh, a yeah. Blu-ray. I I
0: think the last time I actually watched a movie on Blu-ray, I was living in that house in Cedarwood, the the bait when we were in the basement. Hmm. I think that was the last time I watched a movie on Blu-ray. Yeah.
2: Right. Yeah. What uh, about the apartment? <laughs> probably then i don't think i watched a movie
0: on blu-ray in that apartment no? i really don't oh. like that's no,
2: you I, you had mostly pay-per-view yeah. at that point though. Physi- physical
0: media is a thing of the past if you make me buy oh, physical damn. media i'm pirating it straight up uh second if you're only on cable well i don't subscribe
1: to cable i'm pirating it right yeah like and cable just needs to start it, streaming everything they put up anyway it really does
2: like, cable as a concept i think needs to die well, it is dying. Slow
1: a slow it, I wish it would die, death. I
2: wish it would die faster. Yeah. They're like cable companies are clutching to well, the remains of what one is cable. Of,
0: one of the big things that's keeping cable alive. And I now know six people that have cable for this one
1: reason. Old people? Sports. Sports. Yep
2: that's literally fucking nhl fucking even then you still get fucked because there's region locks
1: yeah
0: well nhl nfl cfl mm-hmm. all of those those are the only things fucking keeping cable alive at yep. this point
1: well and did you see in the uk the the soccer clubs and the fit they threw over the uh the the tv free boxes TV free no. boxes. So you know, all those Android boxes you can plug into a, Oh yeah. Like Jack Roku and, and stuff. Yeah, Like Roku and stuff. Um, in the UK, basically all of soccer yeah. distributors got together and had this huge push to basically get them. Per- I think they are now permanently banned, right? You can't import them. Can't sell them. Can't own them. Um, because really? people were watching soccer on them, right? And <laughs> soccer clubs were losing incredible amounts of money. Cause it's all subscription. At least from what I understand, it's all subscription stuff. Yeah. So a Raspberry Pi is also banned. Well, I think it's only things intended for the purpose. Just like here, you can buy a Raspberry Pi and then make it do things that are not technically that are legal, massively right? illegal. Yeah. So. So yeah, there's
0: uh, uh, yeah. Bell is fucking up because they're trying to push this, basically businesses who are losing money because of a shift in the in technology and the climate you know the the consumption climate uh instead of adapting to said climate and making their products better and fit better and more fit for consumption within that climate they instead decided they want to criminalize yep uh, they want. Basically, they want to make it harder for people to not use their service, mm-hmm. sort of thing.
1: Did Did Blockbuster or any of them try this with Netflix when Netflix was starting to stream? I do think that there was actually legal battles from I Blockbuster, don't remember, but I'm, there must have been because it's the exact same thing. Netflix
2: yeah. had huge like <clears throat> problems coming in when it first started, didn't it? It,
0: it did have huge problems coming into Canada because a uh, bunch of people like. And again, a lot of the big three, too, were pushing for basically telling people that they license the products from that if they put their shit on Netflix, that they'll drop them.
1: So, and it didn't work.
0: It, well, it, well, it worked did, for a bit, but
1: did ish like, for a I, while. I, re- I
2: really hate these battles that are like, well, if this better service comes into Canada, we suck. And, and that's not okay.
1: Unfortunately, with the way we're set up as a society, that is is possible. Yeah. Right? It, it's encouraged. Yeah. They do it all the fucking of, time. Of course if it's it's encouraged, it's threatening your business. Yeah. Well, well and if no, you're it, threatened, you don't the, sit down and not respond
2: but the fact that they can come in here and go this is a better service that is unfair to us because reason. it's reason
1: it's never worded that way no right again they did not they didn't worded go, like again,
2: that i always feel like it's intended that way
1: it may be but again it's, it's never worded that way right when when netflix started coming into canada it wasn't we don't want you to subscribe to netflix because it's going to hurt us it's you subscribe to us if you subscribe yeah. to netflix our deal is canceled yeah like, um, like
2: I've also sat through conferences where the executives do literally go, well, people are cutting the cable because Netflix. Yeah. Like yep. this is straight up why they're combating it.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. and you sort of saw the same thing with Uber. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Oh man. Uber came in and you saw the fucking, uh, taxi cartel
1: fucking oh, fuck that shit because it's a way of life that's been well established. Yeah. And people don't like change.
0: I re- I specifically remember I think we talked about it on the show one time there was this uh cab driver and some like, like global or something like that, who is saying, what am I going to do with my two license plate? I, I bought two license plates as investments for one hundred and fifty thousand dollars each. If Uber comes in, they're going to be useless. And I'm like, well, good, good. thing it's not the fucking Canadian government's job to protect your fucking high risk
1: investments. Yeah. Like you making a poor, poor long term decision and getting fucked by business is how business works. Yeah, that's yeah, right. <laughs> Just, <laughs> it, it sounds like you played the stock market, right? And you did it wrong. The the thing that executive boards are for is making those decisions, and when they're wrong, then they need to realize it and yeah. go in a new direction.
0: So, and that's the thing. While piracy might be illegal and morally questionable, uh, you know, I high I hold my head high, saying that if you don't put your shit into a format and on a service where I am capable of getting it,
1: I'm going to pirate it. Yeah. And, or just oh. not watch and it. See, uh, I, yeah, I like, would not say it's an unreasonable stance.
2: Yeah, I, I'm not going to say that I'm going to pirate everything I can't access, but I'm sure as fuck not going to watch it.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. if I don't, that's the thing. Like, is if I don't you pirate are,
2: it, I'm not watching like, it. Yeah. If you want to put your show on an exclusive service that is not already ubiquitous, you're not getting my business. Yeah. Sorry,
1: Ubiquitous. Ubiquitous thank you <laughs> okay. um, just wanted to make sure that was what you were going for <laughs> ubiquitous I like it it's better <laughs> I do I think it's a better I, word I actually say both uh, uh, anyway uh, um,
2: yeah, so yeah I, don't force me to buy your shitty service because yeah. I won't yeah I don't uh, I like who the fuck has this much money
1: anymore yeah well that's just it voting with your dollar today is probably 10 times as powerful as it was 15 years ago yeah and because the, well, there's
2: 10 times as many services and companies now than there ever were.
1: I also do find it funny
0: that they act like, oh, okay, let's just pretend that piracy, they found a way to completely eliminate it. It's not possible yeah. to pirate Somehow magically anymore. ban it. You're still not getting my fucking money. Yeah. yeah. I, now I just don't buy it. Yeah. Now I'm just
1: not going to fucking
2: watch it. it. Yeah. Now I'm not, Now we're not even going to know what your product is because <laughs> you won't let
1: us watch it. Like, <laughs> I would love to see that chart of piracy hitting zero and watching profits. Like they tick up a little bit, but you're not going to see an equivalent drop, right? Yeah. It's not going to be equal. It, it Well, and that's the thing is it really isn't,
0: you know, um, you know, I went and I saw it in theaters Hmm. Not because it wasn't possible to pirate it. There's been screeners of it out forever. But because I wanted to go fucking see it. Yeah. right. And
1: theaters, while they're fucking expensive, still have their place.
0: Yeah. And, like, I do pay for movies. Like I said, I fucking subscribe to Netflix. I do pay for music. I subscribe to Spotify and shit.
1: Yeah. I mean, I subscribe to to Google Music myself still. Yeah. So it's like, well, fucking... Mm -hmm.
2: Spotify is my number one music choice because it makes listening to everything I want insanely easy.
0: Yes, yep. and reasonable as far as price.
1: Yeah, right. Yep. Like so
2: even Netflix with its, uh, you know, they're cre- increasing up to eleven bucks a month. That's still fine. Uh,
1: I don't fucking care. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't. It
0: wasn't a meaningful dollar a to month. Me. It's fucking an eighth of the cost of fucking basic cable. So yep. Jesus, yeah, yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, basically, moral of the story right. is fuck Bell, fuck most service providers. Yeah. Long
2: story short, the cable companies in Canada still suck dick. Yeah. Yeah. Also,
1: keep our please keep our Crown Corporation. Yeah, don't let them go away. Those I are, miss some of them. They're good. <laughs> they're great. Please don't get rid of them. Yeah, please don't let them become private anyway. Yeah. To
0: fucking right now, Telus is really trying with SaskTel. And un- of course they are, And unfortunately one of the things is uh Saskatchewan at this point only owns 51% of SaskTel. Oh no. And we're coming up on an election and a lot of people are guessing that the current administration is going to sell the other half to try to balance the books to make themselves look good. Mm-hmm. So,
1: yeah. So it might happen. Um uh, for those of you in the stream, I was going to I was going to point this out cuz it's been going for a while and we yeah. haven't explained
0: yeah, for those of you in the stream, you may be watching a strange object doing things, floating in the middle of our, our yeah, floating stream. in the middle of our of our uh, little place here. Oh God, um, that is the 3D printer. Yeah, it's I, up and running. It's up and running. Uh, I got that for my birthday. Uh, you know, these two contributed and all that. And, uh, yeah, uh, it's, it's printing right now. So you guys get to watch a live feed of it printing stuff. Wow. It says, it sounds so lame explaining it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you it, get to watch me. It's, it's a hobby
1: project. Print Tal was really proud of it. <laughs> yeah. And we wanted to share it with you. Yeah. So you can see it's together. It's working. It's currently showing you a totodile's ass. Yeah. And I almost spilled coffee all oh. over it. Roland tried his hardest just to, to just ruin ruin I
2: wanted I was aiming for his octoprint server just as he was no i yeah completely knocked the lid off, coffee went flying onto everywhere his key, onto his keyboard mouse pad
1: desk all over the floor, and yep yeah it was it was pretty funny, it was a. Uh was a good time
0: is what it was
2: immediately after i called the safety of his octoprint
1: server into question yes yeah like immediately immediately. cause and effect
2: he's
0: like wow that's a great place for your octoprint server that it totally won't get destroyed in
2: coffee (laughs) yeah and then i immediately backhanded my coffee all over everywhere there was none left in the cup. It was a large McDonald's. It, it, it did not even hit the desk before it was empty. No, there
1: was a wave. It was, it was the,
2: epic. Th- the single most disappointing part of my day was realizing that I would not get to drink my cup of coffee after coming <laughs> home for the day. <laughs>
0: Well, luckily I have a good, uh, pretty good coffee machine.
2: You do. Yeah. Maybe I'll leave the puck in the espresso machine again and put your so- shot glass in the sink. <laughs> no, Not in the sink, just left there. I thought <laughs> I put it in the sink. Nope, it was just sitting on the coffee machine. That's excellent. No, I thought your question was, did you leave the shot glass in the sink? I left the puck in the group head.
0: No, well i specifically remember the shot class was right there oh, okay. this is
1: an argument that our listeners are not going to understand in the slightest
0: i have an espresso machine roland made coffee and left and everything yeah, where the it guy was. the
2: guy who owns the coffee shop fucking left it in, <laughs> in Ins- a less than desired state so <laughs> uh
0: well it, it was funny because i like i came down that morning to make coffee and i'm like you know i turn it all on and i'm like what the fuck who used the shot glass
2: and i'm then, getting texts from ryu like man tal's on a war path trying to figure out who left his espresso <laughs> machine like this. yeah
0: well and like i i pull the pull the fucking uh, basket off or whatever the fuck it's called
3: and yeah. i'm like i'm looking at it. Porta filter
0: yeah i pull the filter off and there's a fucking puck of coffee still in it and i'm like what the fuck and i'm like well, I didn't make coffee last night. Who the fuck made coffee? <laughs> so I'm getting ready to like give my roommates shit for leaving the puck in because I've told them before not to leave the puck in. None of, neither of them had done it. So I asked Matt, I'm like, Did you make coffee last night? And he's like, No, I didn't make coffee last night. And I'm like, He's like, Ghosts. Yeah. Ghosts are making <laughs> coffee. I'm sitting there, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Am I actually going insane?
1: (laughs) Did you completely forget making coffee entirely?
0: Well, yeah, that's the thing. I'm like, am I having like an Alzheimer's moment?
1: Did you sleep make coffee? Yeah,
0: like, did I sleepwalk my way through a fucking espresso? Like, what the fuck is going
2: on? And I'm like, I... I'm pretty convinced that if I were sleepwalking and tried to make an espresso I would be successful <laughs>
0: <laughs> I th- I think so too but is it like uh, I'm just I'm like man d- maybe like I did it 2 days ago and I just didn't notice or something like I'm trying to think like going even further back in the past. And like none of we them have to dig deeper <laughs> yeah, Like <none laughs> Turns of, into like this minority report. Yeah, thing. And, and then eventually Matt was like, did you ask Roland? And I kind of looked at him I'm like, what? And he's like at the podcast the other night he made coffee. I was like, oh, uh, he was <laughs> the only one who made coffee in like the last three days. Okay. And I texted you. I'm like. Okay, did you do this? And you're like, yes. And I'm like, okay, good.
2: I'm not. <laughs> I, was, I was expecting like some kind of explosion. <laughs> no, I was
0: just like, I'm just glad I'm not
2: actually
0: going crazy.
2: Like, I don't know. Sometimes I'm just like, yeah, I left accidentally like the shot glass not clean and the puck in the group head like. Maybe that's something you murder somebody for. I mean, I know that, you know, coffee is a very personal thing for people.
0: Well, I mean, if you leave the puck in a group head in, like, an actual establishment, you're going to get in shit for it.
2: Well, yeah, but you would be way too busy to actually do that.
0: <laughs> just forget to take it out, the last one out, at the end of the fucking night. Just
1: yeah. leave it there. Until so you get a slap on the wrist. Yeah. Well, I mean, just... the
2: worst. the worst that would do would produce a really rancid shot <laughs> <laughs> but I mean you can still clean it, it well, just... and,
0: that, and that's the thing is my coffee machine needed a cleaning anyway it, it had the like clean me little light on so I was like
2: <laughs> well now, now it's
0: was a, as good as ever yeah alright well let's just run the clean cycle real quick anyway anyway
1: oh, uh, on. Oh, we're Oops, about 45 sorry. minutes in or so
0: yeah uh, did you guys have anything
1: I've got uh, a thing I don't okay.
0: Uh, Okay. So, because there are the other two things that we should talk about.
2: You'll have to let me know what those are.
1: Well, we'll let you go first here. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, So, five llamas are dead Uh, following a dog attack in southeast Calgary. Wait. Wait, what? So, uh, my roommate yesterday put me onto this and i immediately had several questions <laughs> such as who i have the f-
1: i do currently who the fuck have owns in calgary surprisingly it is a lot of uh there's a lot of farmers who do here
2: why are there five of them and where did the dogs come from because the only thing this article even explains is that Officers were called to the property in the 3,000 block of 88th Street Southeast around 915, receiving reports... in the city. Receiving reports that two dogs were attacking a number of llamas on the property. What? Where did the dogs come from? How did they get in there? What dogs were they that they killed five llamas? What What? was the address? Or the location? uh, 3,000 block of 88th Street Southeast. This is... I can like drive there in like less than 10 minutes (laughs) um so that is come on
0: come on you peach of shit oh my god google is quickly making all of their shit not work at the firefox browser because they want you to use the fucking chrome browser
2: but fuck you google i'm not using your shit hey tal can you can you just step off the soapbox and uh (laughs) um Fuck. Okay. What was I going to so say that is 12 miles away and
0: is Okay, so it is a little bit out yeah, of town. It was, it was a farm.
2: It's on like the edge of town, but yeah. still like probably city limits. 3 of them died and then two were in serious distress. The uh well, yeah,
1: they just watched 3 of their friends die. Well,
2: uh, yeah, the um the Calgary police did euthanize one uh at the owner's request and then the other died shortly after. mm mm-hmm.
1: Mhm
0: yeah those aren't farms those are huge rich people acreages with like llamas on them with like shrubbed fucking driveway lots and shit
2: so i mean yeah it this article doesn't really go into anything there were five llamas two dogs and i have no idea how any of this even happened i mean i'm looking
0: at one house that has like six cars parked on it's lot and they like yeah and like expensive shrubbery and really
2: let's see this oops
0: well, I mean, the pin dropped there.
1: So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's like right. a right. Hmm. Eighty-eight because that's that's that Sun Park Plaza. That that's a business center.
0: I mine didn't drop in a business center. Mine
1: dropped at at a house. Did it? Okay, yeah, yours isn't. Yeah, but see, it is out. It's sort of out in the boonies. A little it's, bit. It's pretty out there.
0: But they're but still, still like rich people houses. These aren't like, you know. Sure, but it, it's past. Dumpy du- redneck farmer houses. It, it's past fucking... Stony.
2: If you live out in Stony, Like if you live past Stoney Trail. You're True. on the outskirts but of again, Calgary. I'm
0: expecting like dumpy Napoleon Dynamite farmer. Fucking.
2: I, I don't know, man. Like owning a farm or like having any kind of farm animals whatsoever is not cheap. And to have five of them, no less, in the city.
1: <laughs> like i just i want to know how this even happened well from Fuck. from the little bit i looked at it looks like it was coyotes that uh got in and oh, it was a... attacking
2: okay they just don't know how to tell a dog from a coyote
1: uh, with our reporting services that would not surprise me it okay. really wouldn't um but yeah i mean If it was out there enough that, I mean, fuck, I've seen coyotes eat fucking coyotes. I I love coyotes. Coyotes. Fucking. I'm going to hold on. You can say onion. I can say coyote. How do you pronounce coyote? Well, if you're going to pronounce it that way, you're wrong.
2: So, I mean, yeah, I'm I'm surprised Google even understood what you said with that uh, butchering. Um, I wonder if this is the thing. Yeah, but I guess it, that that would make sense because out in like Springbank and that, cats all coyotes. the time get uh, get eaten by the coyotes.
3: Coyotes.
1: Coyotes. <laughs> I don't agree. I think they're wrong. <laughs> uh,
0: I'm gonna have a coyotes button. <laughs> coyotes. Just
1: coyotes. No, it's a coyote. <laughs> Ah, uh, Right. Where where to next then other than Dead Llamas because that's not that's not very <laughs> Dead Llama Trail.
0: Um, I did want to briefly mention just because I watched it again today, the redone version of My Neighbor Totoro that just came out a couple weeks ago hmm. is fucking gorgeous. Wait, a couple of
1: weeks ago? I don't know yeah. that was a
0: thing. Back at September 25th, a new like a remastered version of My Neighbor Totoro was released by, by Disney. I don't know. Because uh, if,
1: it, if it's Disney's version, I hate it on principle.
0: <laughs> uh, it was the one with the shitty
1: voice acting. Okay. In English. But it came with English and Japanese. <sighs> see, it was Dakota Fanning in it. I have no idea. Because, okay. see, for me, I grew up with my neighbor Totoro having the first time it came around uh, English voice acting. And then when Disney bought the contract with Studio Ghibli... Um, they retranslated it with a bunch of new voice actors, so it was part of the Studio Ghibli Fest, mm-hmm. uh, I guess. Um, so, do you let's have see. it on your your server? I I do. I, I do. can tell you within like five seconds of watching it. So oh, really? Will, I'll I'll determine this on the break. Okay, but uh, yeah,
0: I, I rewatched it. It's you know full 1080p, the whole nine yards. Mm. And it is absolutely gorgeous. The remastering they did on it was incredible. It it, looks like a new film. It's still one of my favorite Studio Ghibli's. Well, and that's the thing is I I rewatched it today and I I forgot
1: how beautiful that movie was. just gorgeous. Right? The story's kind of... Eh. <laughs> it, but it's what makes me want to wander around Japanese countryside. Yeah. All right. Well, it by itself.
0: Apparently that area currently is, uh, it, it's
1: gone basically. No, of course it is. it has it, been swallowed up. It's Tokyo. But there's lots of other places like it. Yeah.
0: there. There is actually a chunk of it that is apparently pretty old. Uh, and the people there currently are trying to save it. And have mm-hmm. it, like, declared historical or whatever the fuck so that they, they can't develop over it. And they're using Totoro as the mascot for their movement. Do it. Sweet. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I don't know. I just... I, I wanted to mention that real quick before we move on to the ultra, ultra sad, depressing, and terrible shit that, unfortunately, we probably have to talk about today.
1: Yeah, we we probably do.
0: Um. So... For those not aware, um, well, let's start with the small one. Uh, there was a terrorist attack in Edmonton. Uh, oh, yeah? I didn't hear I about, had about this. I have not heard about this.
1: distracted by the other thing. Yeah.
0: The, so it was the day before the other thing. Um, but uh, there was a terrorist attack in Edmonton. Some guy stabbed a cop a bunch of times, then drove a van through a bunch of people. A trend I'm noticing there.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and the police recovered a ISIS flag from a vehicle right by where he the the cop got stabbed. Uh and they're saying that they don't think he was a part of like an actual terror cell. But might have
1: just been an advocate.
0: Yeah. So that happened. Uh luckily nobody died. I think four people were injured. Well it's good that and no then, one died. And then there was the cop. Uh, last time I looked anyway, nobody had, but I, I don't know if that number changed.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so that happened. And it's pretty shitty. I was in Edmonton.
1: <laughs> At the time. <laughs>
0: At the time. I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, I'm reading the news and like, you know, there I mentioned it on Twitter, and there was a bunch of people they were like, holy shit, stay safe. I'm like, no, I'm sure I'm safe. It's just really surreal. To have that happen like within spitting distance of you.
1: Yeah. yeah. And then on top
0: of that, in Edmonton.
1: Yeah. Of
0: all cities. Like, why Edmonton? It's not exactly a big culture hub or anything like that. It's like Calgary. It's a fucking working city. Yep. If you wanted to attack like Canadian culture and values, go to fucking like Ottawa. something yeah ottawa toronto vancouver why edmonton they're just a bunch of working people like fuck sake um so yeah that was a thing that happened uh so fuck that guy who did that
1: Um, i'm sure he's pretty fucked by now
0: uh yeah the police caught him and all that they're treating it as a terrorist attack so he's fucked uh but then uh, that news got swiftly overshadowed by the latest mass shooting in, uh, Las Vegas. Yeah. Las Vegas was fucking just ridiculous. So I believe the
2: current counts are 58 dead and over 500 people injured.
1: hmm Oh, Jesus
2: uh, Christ. So, I mean, full disclosure, I've not heard about this at all. Okay. So... <clears throat> There
0: was a concert going on for some country singer. I don't know. That yeah, was some country concert. I, I don't know. I have no idea who it was. You know, typical shit that happens Las in Vegas Las Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. You know, a
2: show happening in Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah. Extra, extra.
0: Yeah. So uh, a lot of people were there, and there was apparently some guy uh, who decided to get a hotel room up in an upper floor of a hotel. And opened fire with a bunch of, fo- like, he had something like 10 guns in his room.
1: Mm-hmm. Is this?
0: Uh, we're talking, like, fully automatic, like, machine gun shit. Yep, just Absolutely full on. And just basically just pointed down and pulled the trigger and just kept the trigger down
1: and kept going. Yeah. Apparently, from what I remember, the shooting was heard for about eight minutes.
0: Yep. Yeah. Jesus. Um, so, and the thing is apparently, like, he was shooting from so far away that apparently people didn't, at the concert, didn't even realize what was happening at first. No,
1: a bunch of people thought it was, like, fireworks or...
0: Like, pyrotechnics, pyrotechnics were going off or some shit like that. And then people started dropping. And then people start screaming. Yep. And then people start running. And he just keeps shooting for... Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh and he was just, like, full-blown, fully automatic fire for something like eight minutes. Uh, the police got there, uh, went... The, basically, the pe- people went from not knowing what the fuck was... Go- not even realizing that they were being shot at to the police busting down his door in, I think, 16 minutes.
1: Yeah, it was, it took it was them, a them quick response time. It
0: took them to find him and get into his room, which, that was pretty fucking badass. Um, you know, that, like ridiculous response times from them and i can't fucking like congratulate is the yeah, wrong no, word good, but good job commend on, yeah on getting there exactly i can't commend the police forces enough for actually for like getting there as quick as they did but yeah um the largest mass shooting in a uh, op- car is correcting me apparently 27 weapons were uh, collect oh from the hotel room his home and another property um uh so yeah uh and apparently he killed himself before the police got in killed himself
1: Um, so they didn't get to shoot him um
0: death by shot to the face is too nice for these kinds of people yeah I, like, like that's the thing. I'm not a big fan of the fucking death penalty. I'm really not. In fact, we had an argument in the chat uh, the other day about that terrorist attack in Edmonton when I was like, you know what? Maybe let's not hang people for having ISIS flags, you know, as gross as it is. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe let's not do that. But this guy, I'm sorry, but death by thumbscrews is too good for this guy. Fucking like bronze bull
2: is too good for this person
0: which one's bronze bull it's where they lock you up in a bowl made of bronze and light a fire under it
2: oh that one okay
1: (laughs) it hasn't been around in a while
0: yeah uh but i i don't think many people would disagree with me when i say i want to bring it back for that for for this man because fuck like he killed 58 fucking people were just trying to go to a fucking concert and Mm -hmm. like one of the things that's pissing me off with this is there's actually oh there's a few things uh one of them was you you know it brought like it did bring out the best in a lot of people you saw people like while firing was still going on people were running out into the open to grab people and pull them to safety yeah uh you know we had people like not police officers, just people risking their lives to try to to s- help each other, to yeah. try to help people, which, you know, and, and I, you do see that more and more and more often uh, that in these times of crisis, you see a lot of the best coming out in people. Um, you know, you saw the police force acting j- with incredible precision. This couldn't have gone better for them, really. You know, well, I mean, it could have not I mean, happened, but, but they couldn't the have done a had. better job. Yeah. Um But what you saw was uh then also the worst in people when people on Twitter were saying things like, Oh, well, they like country music, so they
2: probably have guns, so fuck them.
1: Yeah, like one. Even though for. all of the states
2: is about the right to gun ownership. Yeah.
1: Or yeah. well, in a like oh it fucking and just, and i mean like, like this is of course gonna bring out the toxicity in people yeah i was gonna
2: say let's just not forget that the anonymity of the internet just allows people to say whatever the fuck they want
0: an, this wasn't anonymous this was oh some, this was someone who worked for uh i think it was cnn or cbc or cbs or one of those companies hopefully it worked was this for... like a news reporter yeah uh, it was uh, like a producer or something and, uh, like, you know, her full fi- like works at this company, like was right there in her Twitter bio. And she said this and people went and they went, I th- I believe it was CBS. I think I, I could be wrong, but citation
1: yeah. required, but
0: yeah. Um, when people went and they were like, Hey, so just so you know, you have this person with your name in her profile saying this. And they were like, Nope. Fired immediately. Good. Um, But, yeah. Um, One of the other things that's pissing me off, though, uh, is there's a ton of people that are, like, doing the whole don't politicize this thing. Don't politicize a tragedy. And you know what? I used to think like that. I used to believe that, you know, when shit like this happens, that if you're trying to politicize it, then you're just, like, corrupting the memory of these people with your stupid politics kind of thing. Mm Mm-hmm. But I don't think that way anymore. No? No. Because when this kind of shit happens, uh, and it doesn't matter whether I I agree with it or whether I don't agree with it or what the fuck's going on, when tragedies happen and and people say don't politicize it, I find more and more and more and more and more often that that's just code for... This, let's ignore
2: the problem and hopefully it'll go away more.
0: It's code for this is proof that my opinions need to be reconsidered. And I don't like being reminded of that.
2: Yeah. Well, like you know, when something like this happens, it, you know, it may feel heartless to be like, yeah, let's turn this into a political debate and like actually get change yeah. to result out of it. That's the main thing here is that change needs to happen. So that, that kind of a situation doesn't even happen. Yeah. You yeah. want to
0: know what would be really heartless is doing nothing.
1: Yeah, doing yeah. nothing for sure is the wrong move. But so, you also don't want to see people exploit the situation, right? And as, this is
2: obviously a very gray area where yeah, it just depends on the shittiness of the person using yeah. it as their for their agenda. The,
0: the, but that's the thing is, uh, you know, yes, there are definitely people who could exploit it. Uh, But I just, I don't agree with the wholesale. Don't politicize a tragedy. I I don't, I can't abide that anymore. No, I I really can't because there there needs to be
1: some kind of action. There does. And the, the power behind politics right now, someone's going to pick it up. Yep. Right. I just want them to pick it up to look towards moving towards solving problems and not towards benefiting themselves.
0: Yeah. I wonder what Trump will have to say about this. So I mean, if you're going to go out and write a book about, you know, how you survived, even though you were like three miles away. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. Uh, But if you're going to start telling people and pointing at it and going, see, this is proof of what
2: I'm talking about. Maybe we shouldn't allow a bag of checked guns into a hotel. Like,
0: Like, this is why we need to change this. Right. If you're pointing at it and going, we need to stop this from happening. Yes. Go, go hard all you want. And don't let anybody tell you not to politicize the issue. And I was actually kind of starting to get there, too, back when the Orlando shooting happened, Uh, because back then I was saying, you know, people were saying, oh, fight it with love. You can't get angry. You know what? Sometimes being angry is the right answer. Sometimes being angry is the right thing to do. And I think in this case, being fucking angry is entirely justified. and Proactive
2: action is the, the right call here, because ultimately, like, I don't know. I don't see getting angry as constructive, but... Uh, making
0: it, it can be if being angry like taking rallies an active,
2: people to actually do something. Taking an active stance on you know ways to prevent stuff like this from happening is the ultimate goal here. Yes,
0: but like, like I said, sometimes it takes being angry to
2: do it, that. It does sometimes yeah. take being angry to and aggressive yeah, uh, to get th- someone uh, out. Much like the activists that we hate so much. Um. Well, I'm not saying get violent. I'm just
0: saying. Uh, I'm not saying get violent. It's
1: okay to be angry without directing your anger at others physically. Yes. But
2: I I can hate people before they become violent. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, So, uh, and I actually mentioned this on Twitter uh, because I'm getting so fucking sick and fucking tired of this thoughts and prayers bullshit. I really am. And, like, ironically, I just watched the new season of BoJack Horseman where they were talking about fucking, you know, the, uh, you know, mass shootings happening all the time. And the running joke for the whole episode was them going, yeah, but this tragedy, thoughts and prayers. And then they just keep fucking talking like nothing happened. Right? (laughs) And you see that on fucking Twitter. People are just like, thoughts and prayers go out to people. And you know what? Honestly, your thoughts and prayers kind of don't do anything sympathy
1: is nice but there's lots more you could be doing
2: yeah like and there's nothing you they're they're also implied and at this point like so so overwhelming well
0: one of the big things is you know you saying thoughts and prayers on twitter does nothing to help those people feel better no
2: they're not well, gonna it, see it'd your... be like throwing a penny in the wishing well for the starving children in africa
0: yeah well they're not gonna fucking see your fucking hashtag thoughts and prayers post they're to not gonna be on twitter followers. because their be problems seed. are so yeah. much more than a hashtag yeah you know it, it, all that shit is is people trying to make themselves feel better by fucking circle jerking around how terrible everybody feels about what the fuck happened
2: i don't see any actual issues with like posting those things but i mean to to get on other people's cases about like not being sympathetic enough or like you know not explicitly be like be compassionate but you know don't be a pushover yeah um
0: but luckily at this point now we are seeing a lot of people who actually agree with us Uh, on this and they're all saying thoughts and prayers aren't enough you know it's nice but there's so much more you could do yeah they're just like stop fucking saying it at this point right you're you're doing nothing you're doing less than nothing Uh, anyway it's it's about as
2: meaningful as saying bless you when somebody sneezes you know nobody legitimately (laughs) believes they're saving your soul by (laughs) saying bless you they just do it at least you're doing
0: that directly to the person affected Yeah,
2: but if you're like, oh, my dog died. Oh, thoughts and prayers. And then,
0: and again, at least you're saying that directly to the person affected. This is less than nothing because what you're doing is you're just saying this into the void and it appeases your conscience, which almost inevitably will make you act less on the actual topic because you feel like you've done your piece. You've said your thing. You've done thoughts and prayers. Now let's move on. Right. Like it's, it's actually adding to the problem in a way, Uh, you know, so, uh, you know, I agree with these people. Thoughts and prayers isn't enough and we need to stop saying it. And at this point, you know what? Yes, I'm absolutely going to politicize this issue. There needs
1: to be fucking gun control.
0: There does. There's
1: something is going to have to come out of this one.
0: There's, there's no way around it. There, there absolutely isn't. And, you know, like you hear people, they're like, oh, but there's no evidence that gun control, uh, you, know, you know, affects like anything, the... you know, except for Australia, Canada, Japan,
2: the fucking. Well, the one thread that I saw that was like, if um, uh, it, it was asking Americans about like, if they were asking for a registry or a ban on semi-automatic guns or automatic guns, what like whether or not they agree with that and the gun positivity in the States and like the fact that people think they need these things to protect themselves 24 fucking seven uh, or the fact that that they say that like people just won't do enough to actually do anything about it are just defeating themselves before they even tried to solve this issue. It's really fucking annoying. Well, like
0: the, the big problem I see is that they keep throwing out, you know, shitty statistics
2: you know people don't register their guns therefore we should do absolutely nothing to fix this particular problem
0: well it's not even that it's that they say shit. Th- that's they, what i've heard people say it's that they say things like i was saying about how you know gun control doesn't solve any problems you know if you you know uh like the famous one you know if you take away all the guns and only criminals will have guns which you know what true but do you know how hard how much harder it is well, like,
2: to get fucking it's black not, market firearms it's not <clears> an <throat> overnight thing either i mean like eventually you're gonna find more guns you're gonna find more stockpiles munitions and that kind of thing like these people are expecting an overnight solution it well, seems like not,
0: well not only that they're they're they're, they're expecting a perfect one yeah, but, but something
1: that solves every issue—that's not going to happen.
0: Yeah, and like I like I said, they the, they keep throwing out shitty fucking stats, you know, that are actually not true. Right. It's things like, oh, well, every decrease, uh, uh, every uh, everywhere that they've implemented gun control, it's just increased violent crimes in other areas. Except if you look at well, I'll bring up Canada, Australia and Japan again, you can see a direct core. Actually, you can throw France in there. There's a direct correlation between gun ownership and violent crime, period, not just gun crime, violent crime. Well, not
2: to mention the fact that like gun training is a non-issue in the States because they don't have any.
0: Yep. Well, you know, there's that whole thing about how like, I, I could grab a ticket, fly down to the States tomorrow, show up at a gun show and just buy a gun. Yep. And yep. ammunition and, and ha- f- walk out with it. Like it, no background check,
2: nothing. And a lot of the opinions I see about guns on the States, like people are just either horrifically misinformed or stupid. Yep. Um, it's Baffling, and it it astounds me that these people are even allowed well, to have guns.
0: And and they they like keep bringing up shit like Chicago. They're like, oh, well, Chicago, there's gun control, and it's one of the worst, uh, one of the you know most murder prone places in the fucking country. And it's like, but yeah, how many of
1: those guns come from outside Chicago. Yeah, they're they're literally right beside yeah. a
0: state with lax
1: gun every, control. Yeah, like, every yeah. state that has gun control it's like an is drive. next to another state with no gun control. <laughs> That's just it. If you make guns hard to get all of the place because yeah. they become harder to get all of the place Be- right and they're like the- oh well if we make
0: them if we make it illegal in uh in the u.s then they'll just bring them from mexico okay go smuggle shit off the mexican well, like, border then but yeah i, fucking well, dare you. I was gonna
2: say if, if that's what they're scared of then like why is fucking like <laughs> immigration like not just completely exploded from the south side of the border well like,
0: it, like that's the thing is they they act like it's just
2: you know, yeah, it's like, oh, you could just smuggle guns in whenever the fuck you want. No problem. Yeah, yeah it, 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 it's not.
0: It's, that's just not the case. Well, yeah, like smuggling guns across the U.S.-Mexico border is not at all comparable to driving across a fucking state line. Yeah where exactly.
2: you know there is no where they don't check, check for shit
0: <laughs> you know yeah. unless like, you're going into like california hey man
2: remember we we got checked at state borders We're white and then we we're immediately let through yeah so, because we had our passports like there's not shit stopping you from transporting guns across state lines
0: yeah so it, it's i don't know and then they're they're talking about how you know oh well you know vehicles kill more people every oh, I, year
1: i saw that tweet it made me so mad. Yeah, well, I'm like, like yeah, you're ve- right.
0: You know what's cool about vehicles? The cops have the right to take them away. Having a vehicle is not a right. You have to get a fucking driver's license to own one. And then you have to register and insure it. Yeah, and-, and be trained to use it. And be trained to use it. And have the license plate clearly visible, hanging off of it at all times. You know what? And- if you're suggesting we treat guns like vehicles, do it. I'm
1: in. Go. I'm yeah. fucking in. <laughs> fucking yeah. go. I'm all for it. Hit the green button on that shit. <laughs> like yeah, Jesus Christ. What, what was the tweet? It was someone that tweeted something like uh, if someone had run over a bunch of people with a car, would you talk about truck control? And someone followed We'd up with a tweet like it. well someone followed up with a tweet along the lines of you mean register the users, track their ownership uh, the go fact, all these like, the yeah, fact let's that go.
2: yeah, let's do it. Yeah, the fact that you know you need a special license to drive any vehicle over two axles. You <laughs> yeah. need a special license to drive a fucking semi. Yeah. There are hours of regulations in which those semis are allowed to operate. Hell, if roads they can operate if on. You're
0: a new operator in some places. They're, they're not specific. even allowed to choose
2: what fucking lane they drive in. Yeah. Let alone the speed limit. Yeah, well, you know, if you're
0: a new driver in some places, there's even a curfew of where you can be out with your vehicle yeah so you know what you (laughs) want to say god forbid like
2: drinking and gun
1: possessing at the same time (laughs) oh my god like no you're right we should make this completely the same yeah we should
2: make it exactly like how we regulate cars so
0: like it's it's just that you know that and you hear these people they're like oh i'm buying this gun for protection no you're not and i'm like really do you have kids in the house Oh, you you do. You bought it to protect your kids. You do know that the likelihood, since you own a gun and have a kid, that the likelihood of your kid using that gun on you is higher than any instance of somebody breaking into your house. <laughs> this gun uh, is not protecting you. It's I, I would argue that your you.
2: child should never have the key to the lock to the cabinet what, your gun should be what in. What cabinet?
0: Yeah, well, and that's no, the
2: thing. The, your gun yeah. should be it.
0: If you're buying it for protection and it's locked in a cabinet, it's not for protection! <laughs> then and it, criminals aren't gonna wait for you to get that shit out and pull yeah. the lock off and load the shit.
2: Yeah. And it, it like, shouldn't be for protection. That's kind of what I'm getting at here. Because like, nobody fuck. fucking uses it for that. Because nobody's trained. For, like, unless... The, the only stories I've really heard about where people save the fucking day with their gun, they're in the fucking army or used to do something that involved killing people with a gun. <laughs> and then they don't do it anymore. Unless they have
0: to. Well, and like, you know what? I'm actually not even against people having a gun for protection. You know what's great for protection as a, as a gun? A twin barrel shotgun.
1: Yeah. That'll scare people fucking away. Well, yeah, that, like and that, That'll
2: do the job. You know, like... People are acting like they need their AK 47s to protect their home from intruders, like yeah, like the the fifteen year old, the nine kid. millimeter that fits in your fucking nightstand <laughs> yeah, they, is enough. Trust me. They they want protection
0: from the fifteen year old kid who's trying to break in and steal their. No, fucking they fucking jewelry. don't. They
2: they want a like, gun that they can shoot in the fucking back lot, well, you know, uh, at that, a bunch that's of old thing, cans. Is, is like, that's,
0: what, that's what they're implying, saying that they want it for protection. It's like
2: I want it to protect me from cans, well, like. That I keep on my yeah fucking farm. How fucking
0: conceited are you that you think that there's some fucking criminal organization? How fucking fucking shitty
2: are you that you have that many enemies that you need to buy a gun to protect yourself? Exactly,
0: you know. it's so fucking...
2: And, you know, you ugh. don't live in Africa. You are you don't have to worry about people, like, just trying to break into your shit and kill you on a daily the, basis. The other
0: thing is, do you want evidence of uh, regulation working at stopping, uh, you know, mass murders? Uh, you, have you ever noticed that, you know, bombers aren't really a thing anymore? You know, we haven't seen a unibomber. We haven't seen fucking... Yeah, like, we haven't seen any of that shit in the past while. You know why? Because the FBI started fucking tracking people who buy shit to make bombs. They started doing that. Also, and they were yeah. able to track these people down and stop the shit from happening. Mm-hmm.
2: So it's like, I, I would I would just point them as well to like Australia and how well that shit worked for them.
0: Australia didn't even beat around the bush. They're like, you know what? All guns. Yeah. they just us. like, fuck, fuck all your. Re-
2: oh, yeah. That was another thing. Like all, all of the gun owners in the States that are like, I would expect to be 100 percent reimbursed for my gun ownership. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's you won't get that. Works. Like, that's nice that you think. That you have a say in that. Yeah, but you
0: don't get reimbursed when your car gets fucking impounded and crushed. Yeah. So, like that—that
2: like, that still implies they've done something illegal to do so. Like, I think there should be some sort of voluntary. Hey, owning an illegal vehicle will get your vehicle impounded and crushed. Yeah, but <laughs> if you own it when it's made illegal, it's not. They'll, they'll still tow it away. They'll still take it. I mean, yeah. you can have it, it in a garage, but it, you're, if you're ever seen with it in public, that shit's gone forever. It's usually grandfathered, if anything.
1: No, it, it depends on what it is.
2: Uh, yeah. y- you're talking about cars here.
0: Yeah. If, like, you, if you have a car that is of a class that is made illegal, you cannot drive it anymore, period, unless you take it to, like, a racetrack. That, that is a thing that has happened.
2: Yeah, sure. Like, it, well, there's there's what's road legal, and yeah. then what's well, like actually and, legal. And that's the thing is if you what, take what it cars
0: out, are illegal to own. Um, okay, so there is actually a bunch of import type cars from Europe that huh. you can't have in Canada.
2: Like, I'm I'm curious. In
0: fact, there was an exception made for a certain Porsche because apparently this was in the states. Uh, there was an exception in the states made for a certain kind of Porsche because a bunch of high end. Uh, political people wanted them
2: of course (laughs) Uh, yeah but at any rate i mean fuck the guns just like you don't need like they're not even talking about banning all guns right like that's the main thing that people lose in translation when we're talking about this is that we're not talking about banning all guns we're talking about banning the stupid ones it's Um, not that they
1: don't hear it or gets lost in translation they just don't want to listen
2: yeah and
1: it,
0: it, the other thing too is I'm not even suggesting that they go fucking full Australia. And we are being corrected. Apparently, Australia did do a buyback. Yeah, that I would do be courteous. Right? I don't expect it was a full reimbursement. Well, see no, that no, be a,
2: I, I would expect some sort of voluntary reimbursement option, like maybe a tax rebate or
0: yeah, something. That would be the uh,
1: way you make sure you get most of them back.
0: Yeah, Saber is saying that you got money for handing your gun in by a certain date.
1: Uh, yep. Yeah, and then you
2: make possession of the actual device illegal. So that you can then confiscate the rest. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, and then when they when you come and confiscate it, and they go, "I want to be in reimbursed," they go, "Well, too you bad." You had it a voluntary right payment <laughs> date
2: right here. Like you missed yeah. it. Sorry, so, bud. And, and like you know, it'll go right next to that uh, one hundred and fifty thousand dollar license plate. Yeah.
0: So it, it's just I don't know. At this point, I I really I'm getting tired of the excuses. I'm getting really tired of the, you know, well, I should have a right to own a fucking AK-47. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm getting is- really
2: sick of Americans trying to justify their automatic weapons.
0: Uh, well, yeah, that like fucking, you, there's nothing you need a fully automatic weapon for. Even a semi-automatic. There's nothing you need a, a fucking fully semi-automatic barrel loaded fucking shotgun that can shoot an entire 22 bullets in like six seconds yeah
1: there is nothing there's nothing you need that to be for coming at you right dragons don't exist yes. what what so, are you hunting exactly what the fuck zombie
0: apocalypse is fucking coming. Not only that, too. You hear that whole, like, you know, we need them to protect ourselves from a tyrannical government in case the U.S. government goes bad. The yeah, British are coming. Yeah. I'm well, sorry.
1: If the government wants you gone, you're you, gone. You well, lose.
0: Sorry that to say. They, but, they've, but had they've had an opportunity. That, well, they've got drones and nukes and ICBMs. That and the fact if that they want you gone, you're fucking dead. They, and your AK's not going to do shit about it.
2: They, they've had the opportunity to take up all of their guns against the tyrannical government for the past decade, and they haven't.
0: Well, and see, that's the thing is that is the one argument that even remotely like makes they're sense fucking pussies because
2: they just haven't even. Well,
0: no, it's because like that's the thing is there is no guarantee that the U.S. government won't go terribly wrong in 50 years yeah. or 100 right, it years. It
1: could go full on I don't. It North could, Korea. It right? could go, yeah, it could
0: go full blown Venezuela. We have no way of guaranteeing that. And so the ability to protect yourself from a tyrannical government, yeah, that's a valid argument because we can't guarantee that 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 government's always going to share our particular views. Fine. But again, your AK-47 isn't going to do shit fuck all to stop them yeah. nothing
1: not with those nukes and drones yeah. and all that shit
0: like the literally more than the rest of the entire global defense budget combined military that the US has I'm sorry you're fucked unless people start stealing the drones for their rebel faction in which case now you have a drone and don't
1: need the AK <laughs> hey hey, now my drone's, gonna, fuck. my drone's gonna fly around and shoot that AK-47 <laughs> Yeah. i'm a f- i'm expecting like full-blown
2: rebellion you know underground type shit on yeah, this
1: like
0: I'm, i mean fucking the terminator was not a documentary of the future that didn't actually happen <laughs> like i'm sorry but you really don't need the militia yeah
1: and if you do you're already fucked like anyway oh, i think <laughs> um, i think you've gone on this for for a good Good while now, and I'm sure Carr has something to say on this topic as well. I'm sure he does too. So why don't we put Carr on? We'll take a little break. We'll come back. I don't think we have any email. No, but we'll we'll do stuff. We'll do stuff. I don't know. What we'll, are we doing? We'll, we'll say goodbye. Yeah, we'll, okay. we'll we'll close out for sure. We're not just gonna turn it off after <laughs> Carr's done. We could.
3: All right, back soon. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Carr, um, and tonight. I know a lot of folks were expecting it because it's obviously been highly publicized, but I'm not actually going to talk a bunch about the, um, the Las Vegas shootings, uh, to be honest, because I know very likely the cast has probably already spent the last hour plus talking about it. Um, but, even if they hadn't, to be honest, I already kind of expressed my views on this after the pulse massacre last year. So if you're curious, you can absolutely go back through the Unfold Back catalog and, and find the episode that just after that had happened. Um and or I mean, or the episode before during the uh uh San Bernardino shootings. Uh I, I've basically made my opinions on this one pretty clear before. And really long story short, um, as much as it absolutely pisses me right the fuck off. Uh, until the NRA is be considered an outlawed organization, uh, I'm pretty certain nothing is gonna change. And as sad as that is, that's basically just I- I'm gonna put money on down it right now. I will I will buy all of our listeners a coffee if somehow gun control laws in the United States actually do go through after this. Uh yeah. That that's all I'm gonna say on that one. So on my actual story I was gonna do this week, um, before all that shit happened. Uh so in this last week. Uh, the federal NDP, uh, which is one of our kind of our left wing party here in Canada, has a new leader. Uh, so for the last of a while, they've been doing a leadership race to replace the outgoing uh, Tom Mulcair, the guy who's been leading the party since Jack Layton passed away. Um, long story short, basically presided over both the most successful and then a colossal crash of the NDP, with Justin Trudeau basically managing to revive the Liberals. Anyway. Since that, I mean, he'd said that he was going to resign shortly after that uh, had happened and the NDP weren't able to form government. Uh, and it up back not only not being the official opposition, but crashed and burned again. Um, and so they've been doing a leadership race, as you tend to do. Uh, and so now, after this has all been said and done, the NDP have a new leader, uh, Jugmeet Singh. Uh, now, if you think that sounds, well, that sounds odd for a Canadian politician. Well, to be honest, for us, it's not that much but it is definitely unique to have um a basically a not a white guy uh leading a major federal party uh which is kind of neat in of itself to be totally honest um i personally have always enjoyed the diversity that and and to be honest the more open diversity that canada seems to enjoy compared to a lot of other countries in the world um i love how you can go down the street in a lot of our cities and you can see uh, Thai food place, then a Vietnamese food place, then an American gastropub, then, uh, some four other different kind of cuisines. Um, and they're all like family owned restaurants and they're not just someone trying to capitalize on a trend, which has always been kind of cool to me. Um, I love, I say, I mean, in the job that I work, uh, to actually pay my bills, uh, I get to see, I think a pretty good cross section of the population of, of Calgary. Uh, and it is really neat to see how diverse it is. Uh, now that being said, there have definitely been one or two concerns raised. Uh so for, for starters, um, Mr. Singh is uh very openly, very devout Sikh. So uh, and again, the the Sikh population in Canada, and I'm again I don't actually know why this is. Like I, I really should do a little bit more research into why it is that Canada specifically is so attractive. Um but basically we have a really big Sikh population in Canada. Uh, It's especially enormous in uh, the Ontario area, but it's also, there's a pretty sizable Sikh population as well here in in Calgary again. Um, And for those who don't know, so just sometimes everyone gets the stereotypical it's an Indian guy. A Sikh is, at least a devout Sikh specifically, that is is the turban um, and everything like that. Uh, Again, I don't know too much about the faith. So yeah, but that is basically it. Now, again, Mr. Singh is a, it's a card-carrying Sikh, uh, wears a turban, uh, wears a Kirpan, which is also a ceremonial dagger that is called upon for all devout Sikhs to wear uh, from one of their leaders way back when. Uh, basically, it's kind of the, the Sikh equivalent of wearing a cross. Um, as for by my understanding, it's, it's a pretty, pretty significant symbol. Uh, in fact, I remember back when I was in junior high, there was actually a bit of a kerfuffle going on uh, over uh, a Sikh man who was uh entering the RCMP uh the mounties for those of you guys outside right the the nice red coats and the silly hats and the all that um and so there was the concern that uh, again he was again a devout Sikh and he was insisting that he be allowed to continue to wear his turban uh, and his kirpan as a part of the rest of the mountie uniform. He's like I got no problem with the jacket, I got no problem with this but I have to keep my turban, and I have to keep my kirpan. Uh and I think at the end of the day, it was he was actually permitted to, and they actually rewrote some of the uniform code for the the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. But at the time, it was a pretty big deal because again, is you know when when non Canadians think of Canada, right? They get in their head this idea of you know beavers and mounties and maple syrup. It's like these are these three cornerstones of our culture to people outside of the country. It seems, and to have somebody who is questioning not wearing the full and complete dress uniform of the the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. Uh, was kind of uh, like, I remember it, uh, especially being in Alberta, at least it was almost considered like sacrilege that this guy was even daring to think this, but, um, yeah, I believe at the end of the day, he, it was actually, like I said, is it was permitted to, to rewrite that code. Anyways, that in of itself is not in the slightest my issue, um, or my concerns or anything like this with, uh, with Mr. Singh, um, on the surface, again, a lot of his, his policy stuff, uh is honestly very continuous with the existing NDP policy again they are a left wing party uh far more socialist than the liberals or especially the conservatives of course um they're continuing on their big four pillow, pillars of uh, economic and social inequality of electoral reform hear that Mr Trudeau uh and and things like that basically all of the core tenets He's not uprooting the entire party um What is interesting is the vast majority of uh, Mr. Singh's support in the leadership race and in the the first round of leadership elections did come from Ontario. Um, A very, very large majority of it, actually. Um, Something like 49% of the votes that were cast for him were from Ontario with all the rest of the votes that were cast for him scattered throughout the rest of Canada. Uh, Even though, the number of like registered voting NDP members is a lot more evenly split across across the country. Um, so yeah, uh, again, as I mentioned, there is a very large Sikh, po- Sikh population in especially the Toronto, um Brampton, like all the the Greater Toronto area uh, in Ontario. Uh, now the other concern I have, though, and again, and this is probably reflective of that first part, is understandably um, a very large majority of Uh, Sikhs probably voted for the guy in the same way that I would expect devout Christians or Catholics um, uh, or or Jews for that matter to vote for an openly devoutly Catholic leadership candidate or a a Catholic candidate in an election is the 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 moral values tend to align Um, now I have no problem personally with someone who is overtly religious running in an election again sometimes part of the advantage of that is it gives you a pretty clear-cut idea of what their policy it may be in on the bad side of things uh now again though as long as they are not running on a religious platform in a secular government like canada's again honestly is if you're not hurting anyone else if you're not trying to impose your own religion upon the rest of the populace again in a secular society then you know what you do you i i am again you're not opposing you're not hurting anybody this is a free country go for it um again i take issue when you start to impose your religious moral views on the rest of people without a secular reason to also do so example right one of the ten commandments thou shall not kill i think that's a pretty good fucking rule let's keep that one okay um you can't stick your dick in other guys Mm, less of a actual practical secular reason for that one and that one's mostly just because it makes you uncomfortable Uh, And again, from what I've seen from Mr. Singh is the policies that we were putting out there were not like being drawn from Sikh religious texts or anything. Um, That being said, again, I have no doubt in my mind that the vast majority of Sikh NDP members probably voted for him to be the leadership race. I, again, would not be surprised. Where I do take issue, though, is, and this goes back to it, and is that during an interview that Mr. Singh had shortly like, immediately following his victory, um, a journalist with the CBC, uh, who's been there forever, uh, actually asked him the question about how he felt about people who hang up this picture of another fairly famous Sikh guy. Now that in and of itself seems, well, yeah, that's okay. I mean, Sikhism has got a lot about the whole thing with, with gurus and learned teachers and things like that. That, that makes sense. Except for this particular guy. Uh, So the problem with this particular guy that they're concerned with is that he was universally seen as the mastermind behind the Air India bombings, uh, which is probably one of the worst terrorist attacks to ever be committed against Canadian citizens. Uh, I'm not going to go into the details or even a summary of it right now because I'm going to be out of time before I know. But if you want to know more about that, search for the Air India bombings. Anyway, the guy who masterminded the whole thing uh was a Sikh by the name of uh Parmar. Uh I can't remember his full name off the top of my head. Uh yes. Uh Talwinder Singh Parmar uh is the the guy. Now, he was universally by the judge, the jury, uh law enforcement everything uh all considered to be the mastermind, but he was never actually put on trial in Canada. And thus, in the eyes of the law, basically innocent until proven guilty technically he was actually uh i believe uh i don't know if convicted but uh at least arraigned in absentia uh because obviously he didn't want to set foot back in canada after all that happened um and the thing is that with a lot of uh, a lot of sikhs is he's considered a martyr uh he uh, while he did not die in the air india bombings he died later uh during another weapons deal uh, out in pakistan um and a lot of Sikhs celebrate this guy uh, as a as a martyr, as a uh, freedom fighter, and, and things like that. And Mr. Singh came just short of condemning other Sikhs who hang up a picture of this guy and revere this guy. And that I have a problem with. Because that is basically like saying... and and falling short of condemning let's say muslims who hang up a picture of osama bin laden as a martyr um which is equally not cool again but right osama bin laden was never actually tried for any of the attacks for 9-11 or any follow-up attacks that the uh that al-qaeda ever committed so in the eyes of the law, he is innocent until proven guilty. But even though basically everybody and their dog knows that he was the commander and and admitted responsibility for it again, outside of the, you know, official legal channels. So yeah, that is that is where I take a problem. And that is a bit of a dangerous tone to set for the leader of a of a federal party in Canada. Because again, if you're not willing to put forth the leadership and say okay i'm leader yes i know you guys voted for me i know you guys are my voter base but seriously the picture of that dude cut that shit out that's the kind of thing that you you need to be willing to do um again and to go back to uh honestly like say with what um uh trudeau had said uh, i talked about this uh, you know a couple of months ago with the omar khadir thing uh is uh, you know as trudeau had said the important thing about being Canadian is doing the right thing, even if it's not convenient um and Mr. Singh, the right thing to do in this case is to condemn any sort of reverence or uh honorifics bestowed upon a terrorist mastermind like a, a, the dude blew up a freaking plane um i mean yeah they just again this is this is not cool, okay, so good on you for being the first um you know visible minority to lead a political party a major political party in canada good on you of course on top of that for also being the first zeke like great cool rock on um but seriously condemn that shit please um because that ain't cool so yeah that's all from uh for me for today uh of course as always if you have any questions comments or concerns Us at Unfurled.net, or you can hit us up on the uh, Unfurled Telegram channel. Uh, Again, many a discussion throughout the week on that one. Uh, And as always, enjoy the rest of Unfurled. My name has been Carr.
0: And we're back. Maybe we're back.
2: I beg to differ.
0: You know, after listening to Carr, you know what disappointed me the most about listening to that? What? It was... Listening to how much he felt he needed to inoculate his statement on a person not condemning people revering a fucking terrorist who murdered people. uh, Because to not do so would result in people calling you racist or Islamophobe or whatever the hell. Like literally half of his entire thing was him basically the equivalent of like I'm not racist but right and, you know inoculating his statement with I have no problem with this I have no problem with that I have no problem with this and it's not that he did it it's that he you know I I'm disappointed mm-hmm. that people to this day still feel the need to do so out of fear of being labeled a racist for saying something that should be just universally accepted as
2: Doing you know. doing that in general is <clears throat> somewhat regular practice, though, because the second you start bringing up something, a fairly controversial topic, whether or not you think it should be so, um, people are going to feel slighted if they happen to think one way and get told the other. This is like the, the gun argument where people don't want to be told that their opinions are wrong. The
0: the big thing is is I just it, it disappoints me that people feel the need to inoculate a statement that is essentially hey maybe don't revere uh, a terrorist
2: yeah well what what bothers me is <laughs> like, the fact that like nobody's willing to talk reasonably about the situation yeah
0: and, and like and that's the thing is when you do you have to walk on so many fucking eggshells and like dodge the fucking lasers and shit to not set off the alarms and end up called a fucking Nazi.
2: <laughs> like, yeah, the the term is alt-right yeah these days
1: I, I think a lot of it is it's just it's almost easier to say it and get it out of the way to just put that little i don't know checkbox in place it is. i feel it, like that's it, what it we absolutely used to do. is it's just again it's just to me it's disappointing
0: that we are in a society where you like, need to do it, that it shouldn't
2: be controversial to say that you know not uh, it, condemning well, a terrorist such as you know somebody like that is wrong yeah
0: right like that's yeah. the thing is it disappoints <laughs> me that we live in a society where people feel the need to do that when essentially saying hey maybe don't hang pictures of a
1: terrorist in your fucking house <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, it sounds sensible the problem is with the environment you talk into these days is just a gigantic volatile shit show
0: yeah I don't know. The fact that people feel the need to do that too is also just proof to me that like, there is I, definitely was... one side that controls the entire narrative right now. Yeah. Um, and it's not the side everyone thinks it is, because everyone thinks right now that it's like the alt-right controls the narrative. And all. I, I, I hope not. that
2: somebody would tell me I have a problem if I hung a picture of Kim Jong-un yeah. uh, in my living room.
0: Like, that's the thing is, if you had a bunch of people coming to Canada and you found out that, uh, you know, that they all hang up pictures of Kim Jong-un in their fucking bedrooms, you might be like, well, that's not very cool. You wouldn't stop them. But you'd be like, yeah, that's don't do that. that. And then that's the wrong thing. And then you find out that there's a political leader who just got in who isn't saying, hey, don't do that. <laughs> like, or even isn't doesn't seem to say, like, that's a bad idea. Yeah. Like, I don't know. That that bugs me. Uh, one thing I didn't want to mention uh, real quick just before we move on. Um, just to go back to a previous topic. Yeah. Um, this was brought up actually in the chat and I just wanted to touch on it briefly, uh, before we continue on to, uh, there has also been a surge of people regarding the Las Vegas attack. Uh, there's been a surge of people saying that it's terrorism
1: and I have to say, I don't agree. No, I, I, I don't agree. It's an awful attack, but I don't know if it's terrorism. Yeah. See, the thing about terrorism is
0: terrorism kind of requires a, political it or it re- sometimes re- even religious motive just any kind of yeah, it, re- it yeah.
2: requires a very specific intent yeah the, the, to the, cause terror
0: yeah well the thing about terrorism is terrorism is is essentially holding a population hostage in order to have your views imposed
2: on this them. this yeah. really just seems like a deranged gunman
0: yes yeah
2: somebody mentally ill who right. decided that he would yeah shoot down a bunch of people
0: and the 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 thing is i've said that and i was actually called out for like defending the guy and i'm like the thing is saying that it's not terrorism isn't a defense
1: he's just a different kind of shitty person just as awful and disgusting as it was it yeah. wasn't a terrorist attack. Yeah,
0: there's lots of horrible, horrible, horrible shit that happens that aren't terrorist attacks. Yeah, right. Calling a thing a terrorist attack doesn't like somehow put it into like
2: some extra level of well, like, bad. You know, just because the forest fires are creating like untold amounts of destruction doesn't make it a terrorist. <laughs> yeah, it's not like... terrorist
1: level destruction. Yeah. Right? Global warming is not a terrorist attack, and that's likely to end human life. Yeah. So that's the problem: is people treat it, treat terrorist attack like a level level of severity yeah rather than what it than a classification exactly right it's not a
2: type of evil as opposed to the level of it you don't have
1: a terrorist level attack yeah right you don't suddenly kill one more person and bam now it's terrorism right? so it's
0: the intent and the message and the thing is to me it also erases a lot of the issue here because Right. You know, it it actually erases a lot of the pain that these people are
2: going through. Because It also just directs a lot of the blame towards this faceless organization.
0: Well, but one of the things that it does now, like one of the things that people say when loved ones die in attacks like this is one of the worst parts is not knowing why. Yeah. Right. Not
1: knowing why the fuck anyone could do this. Yeah. Why? You know, my husband, wife, kid was taken from me.
0: And with like a terrorist attack, you know, if your husband dies in an IRA car bomb or, you know, some Islamic attack, at least you have the ability to go and look and be like, that is the reason they did this. Yeah. Right. There there is a reason. It it doesn't make it better. It doesn't make their death any less senseless, but at least you get some form of closure as to why this tragedy happened. But with this guy... It, they're just gone. No one knows. Yeah, they're and just gone because some fuck decided. Yeah, right. Someone uh, pulled a gun and shot people. Yeah. And There's no, dead. there is no why. There is no closure. There's yeah. nothing,
1: and it's worse. And you're left with just a hole and nowhere to go. Right. And that, it's not worse. The situation isn't worse. It's it's all the people affected feel worse.
2: Yes, and they'll never get closure because the gunman is dead. Yeah,
1: yeah. they will
0: never and, know. And that's the thing is that's why I. I You know, uh, that's one of the big reasons I have a problem with people just like screaming terrorism whenever shit happens is because, you know, it erases a lot of the issue. And it also, it it pollutes the gun control
2: argument as well. mm -hmm.
0: And then on top of that. It's also
2: just such a throwaway argument.
0: It is. Like one of the things that's happening right now is everyone's screaming terrorism. And to me, a lot of it is just coming off as. People being super eager to scream no, "white terrorists. It, 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 feel, it, it feels it feels like a, a way look. for
2: people to distance themselves from what is already a shitty situation by lumping it into something that's already happening. Yeah, terrorism, well, people bombing, whatever the fuck. Anyone, any nut with a gun is a terrorist. And therefore removes them from the general populace and gun control and it does et cetera et cetera et cetera.
0: Well, like I said, it absolutely weakens the gun control argument. But like I said too, it it also comes off as somebody being super eager to scream white terrorist, which that's not a good look either. Like yeah, it it weakens everything else you say, right? So it's just it's bad on basically every level. Please don't do it. Right? Let's leave. Like, And that's the thing is, you know, I'm calling a four people injured terrorism and 58 people killed not terrorism. Like, that's what I'm talking about here. This isn't like a level yeah. of severity. It kind yeah, of comes like, down to the person and the message behind it. Exactly. It comes down to the reason. Yeah. Um,
2: there, there is everything tragic about what happened. It yes, doesn't absolutely. make a terrorism.
1: Exactly. Just wanted to throw that out. Yeah, no, um, it was good because that was an important part of the the situation discussion we that were having. Yeah. Out, so,
0: uh, but yeah, uh, do we actually have any emails or anything? No, right? no email. No.
2: Okay. All right. I think
0: it's sleep time. All right. Uh, and the totodile is getting close to done. Ish. It is nearing completion. Its yeah. it, it spikes are there. It's working on the head.
2: It's been so. working on the head for a while, hasn't it? Uh, yeah, I think
0: so. It, yeah, a little while.
2: Yeah. But looking, uh, looking good. Yeah. Uh, I can only see one side of it though. You need at least like eight more cameras. <laughs> Sorry, you need seven more cameras so that it can be your Octopi. I need,
0: I need to set up uh three connects to it so I can get a full three D model <laughs> a of it. Spinning
1: three D model as it goes. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds unreasonable. So oh, I can get oh. a
2: three D model of my
1: three three D model.
2: Hey, let me let me show you where you can get like a lot of like twelve Xbox connects. <laughs> For probably Uh, less than a hundred bucks. Well, anyway,
0: uh, we would like to thank, uh, everyone for tuning in today. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You know, uh, Omari and Scream Fox. Yes. Uh, we would absolutely like to thank Omari and Scream Fox for the logo and the music respectively. Um, so, uh, oh yeah. We'd also like to thank, uh, our patrons.
3: Yes. Uh, Thank you. You guys are great. Thank
0: you. Thank you. Thank you all of that shit that i normally say uh oh yeah if you're on youtube remember to like subscribe talk hit people like and subscribe and please like favorite or like and subscribe and whatever do
2: the youtube stuff yeah and that one we have a twitter at unfurled podcast yes it is at unfurled podcast on twitter yeah be sure to check out our website unfurled.net uh, all of our relevant information is there
0: uh unfurled.net is our website. All of our shit's there. If you want to get in contact with us or there is a contact form on the page. Uh or you can send us an email directly to us at unfurled.net.
1: Um Yep. I think that, that's mostly yep. it. Yep. Thanks a lot for listening. Bada bing bada boom. Penises. And I guess have a good night. And we love you. And oh, we'll miss oh, hold you. Hold on, hold on. If I don't actually have this, I have trouble finding the end of the episode. Uh what's the last bit? Beware Foxilla. Yeah. yeah that was
0: wet.